The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Welcome to Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Join your host, who is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely Hyphen You and has 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power. And now, here is Gina Gardner, your host of Leadership for Life. Hello there, and a huge welcome to the first show of 2022. I hope you had a great Christmas break and that you are ready to face the year. I've got a great guest for you today, and we're going to be talking about vibrational leadership. And what do we mean by that? You know, I wonder if you've ever felt that creating success in life or in your business is rather like pushing up a, a bus uphill without an engine. We're going to explore how unleashing your, the power of vibrational leadership can help leverage you to success. We're going to look at that particularly after the break. But before we start, I just want to, to talk to you about B1G1. Those of you that listen to the show regularly know that we are very proud members of Buy One, Give One, which is a, a global charity that is really focusing on eradicating uh, poverty, lack of education, poor health um, um, services, um, saving the environment, looking at the, the priorities, the world priorities that there are to bring um, compassion and some sense of people living a quality life no matter where they're born and our, every guest is invited to choose one of the projects of the month and we donate on their behalf but as a listener to this whether you're listening and watching live or you're looking at a replay for everybody who um, either asks a question during the live show or um, sends an email and asks a question or makes a comment to one of the downloads then we will donate on your behalf and we'd like you to choose whether you want that to be something to do with education in which case please put an e um, if it's to do with um, people who are hungry and you want to feed them then please put an, uh, an h if it's about clean water then put a w and if it's about the environment put a put en and we will donate on your behalf and for every hundred listeners or watchers that we have to the show then we also donate but that's particularly focused on feeding the hungry so Please engage, help us help other people. It leads me on to talk to you about vibration. We are all vibrating. Now, you may not be familiar with that concept, but if you did physics at school, you will know that everything has a vibration. And we as human beings operate at a vibrational level. We think that we're solid, but our, our cells are actually vibrating in, in constant motion. One of the things that I we're probably going to be talking about um, uh, after the break, but I want to just introduce to you is the vibration of emotional states. You know, how you turn up 
how you uh, are operating and in what emotional state you're operating has a huge impact, not only on the quality of your own life, but the quality of other people's and collectively within the world. We're moving into a time when people are more and more aware of their spiritual journey and that, that there is a bit of a paradox in that there are more and more people aware of the need for connection and for light and for love. And yet when you listen to the news and you look around the world, there's huge dissension. There are huge sense of, um, there's a huge sense of separation, of disconnect, of fear, um, anxiety, of pitting one person against the other. And you've only got to look at social media and find that the people, many people are polarized. And if we want things to be different in 2022 and beyond, then we've got to start looking at things in a different way. And one of the things that I've recognized over the last probably 15 years is how important our emotional state is, our vibrational state is in terms of how effective we are and how happy we are. So if you think about vibrational states, a low vibration would be um, fear, anxiety, depression, um, jealousy, hatred, um, frustration. And there is a scale of emotions that goes from the, the most dense, heavy emotion through to those lighter emotions of generosity, love, um, forgiveness, that actually when you're operating out of those places, you are so much more resourced and able to achieve. And not only does it have an impact on you, but it has an impact on other people. So I want you to think about a time when you have met with someone and at the end of the conversation, there's been nothing untoward in the conversation, just being in their presence, that at the end of that conversation or that time with them, you felt, oh, oh, goodness me, I feel as if the energy has been leached out of me. Well, I wouldn't mind betting that in that time you've been spending time with someone who you might think of as an, an energy leech or vampire, but the chances are that they are operating at a very low vibrational level. And it has the effect, a bit like the Dementors in, um, in Harry Potter, of just sucking the energy out of you. Whereas if you spend time with people who are confident and happy and loving, that can really fill you up. It's like having a boost to your batteries. Well, just think about how you have choices in your life in terms of where you want to be. Now, that doesn't mean that if you are spending your time in a high vibrational state that bad things don't happen. Of course they do. But it's how you operate, it's how you respond to them that makes the difference. So have a think about, for example, how often do you complain? Those of you that listen to the show know the research that when we complain, on average, people tell 37 other people about what's gone on. And they complain, and then their complaint gets embellished. So they start off with something's gone wrong. By the time they've told five people that what's gone wrong has got bigger and more dramatic, by the time they've told number 37, then it's a bit like a fisherman saying that the tiddler that they caught that's this big is it was actually that big. On average, we tell five people 
when things go well. Now just think about that ripple that goes out. Are you a complainer? Because complaining in and of itself doesn't actually do anything. Now there is a big difference between um, taking people to task when things haven't gone right and letting them know that they haven't met your expectation. And what I'm talking about is where you complain about something that's happened. You're not complaining to the person who um, is responsible for what's gone on. You're telling other people and the likelihood is that they'll tell other people too. So like a, a pebble in a, in a pond being thrown in, it will send out ripples that then have that energy sapping um, capacity. And so that one incident has a big impact. It's one of the new reasons why the news can be so um, damaging because most of the news is very negative and we take that on board either at a, a, um, a conscious level but many of us at a subliminal level and it has the impact of making us feel fed up, depressed, as if there's nothing we can do. On the other hand, when somebody tells you some good news or something's gone well and tells you about someone who has inspired them or been compassionate and kind and gone out of their way to help other people, that has the capacity to raise um, our mood, our vibration. And that too can be spread out. The, of course, the challenge is that if on average people tell 37, incidentally, somebody's got my 37 because I don't do it, um, how would it be if we swap those things over? So how are you turning up vibrationally on a day-by-day -day basis? Let's talk about your personal life. You know, do you look for the good in people? Do you look to be kind and compassionate? Or do you look for what's going wrong? Are you living from a place of depression? And one of the things that I think is so worrying is that in the UK alone, half the uh, prescriptions are for antidepressants. So we're talking about people who are living fairly consistently in a state of low vibration. And that has such a damaging effect on their emotional well-being, but it's also damaging their physical well-being as well. And so what I am suggesting to you, the beginning of 2002, here is an opportunity for you to be much more aware of how are you vibrating and recognize that if you want to manifest the good things, then you have to be vibrating at that level in order to attract that. We've had several people on the show. If you think of Michael Lozier, for example, who was talking about law of attraction. Um, he talked about the fact that all of the time that you're saying no and don't vibrationally, or I can't, or poor me, vibrationally, you are attracting more of what you want. So we're going to go into the break now. And after the break, I'm going to introduce an amazing lady called Ginny Kane. And she's going to share with us her expertise and experience. And we're going to look at vibrational leadership and what that means and how you can lead your life and your business to success far more easily and more successfully. So don't go away. We'll see you in a moment. You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. We'll be back after this quick break. 
Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people, a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner, live every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Become the leader of your own life. Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment, provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-u.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for Leadership for Life VIP Day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-u.com. Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner. Hi there. I'd like to introduce Ginny Gain to you. Let me read you her bio. She's an amazing lady with a wealth of experience. For more than a decade, Ginny Gain has been working intimately with manifestors and empowering women around the world to leverage the law of attraction and become the most powerful, authentic versions of themselves so that they can align with their true purpose and experience a life of wild love and freedom. And who doesn't want that? So without more ado, Ginny Gain. Hi, Gina. Hi, thank you so much for joining me. So my first question is, how did you come to be doing this? What's the story behind the story? Just a small question. <laughs> <laughs> Firstly, it's such an honor to be on here for your first show for 2022. And I'm so appreciative for you being in this place, holding this space and helping others learn about this leadership in this way. It's amazing. Oh, it's it's my passion. And yes. I am any of all of my guests have been adding to um, the opportunity for people to learn and to make different choices so that they feel empowered and i'm really thrilled because littered throughout your stuff is the word you know the words leadership and authenticity and you know taking uh, responsibility and it's so much in alignment with with what i believe and what i teach too so yeah. i'm really looking forward to this conversation no pressure of course the beauty <laughs> of co-creation that's that's everything absolutely yeah so your story my story because <laughs> how far back so when, I was really lucky that when I was a child, my parents introduced me to the idea of our thoughts having power. 
And so I was learning, I learned visualization when I was pretty young and, um, you know, using it in sports. I remember I was playing soccer and I visualized myself scoring a goal right off kickoff and it worked. And I was like, oh my God, this stuff works. And so over the years, like kind of growing up and figuring out my own path, I always was very clear that I wanted to do something I was passionate about. I knew I wanted to do work I love. I just had no idea what that was. So I went to school for actually kinesiology, which is a lot about like mind-body connection. Yeah. And then postgraduate, I did, I worked around different things and nothing was really clicking. And I was kind of just exploring. Um, when I was traveling a year in Australia, I took a backpacking trip and it was kind of one of those times of like, let's figure out who you are, you know? Mm -hmm. And I came across a law of attraction book. And soon as I read it, I was like, oh, this, this is it. I get it. This clicks. I had never heard of it before, but it brought a whole bunch of my spiritual practices and teachings mm -hmm. and ideas and philosophies all together, kind of gave a little bit of science to it. And I'm like, oh, this makes perfect sense. So I just started living it and loving it. And my life continued to get clearer and better and more fulfilling. And then one day, one of my friends said, oh, you're basically like my law of attraction coach. And I'm like, what's that? What's a lot of <laughs> like, you mean I can get paid to do this? And that was the end of the story. And so I, you know, went and got my certification and I have just, my practice has just grown and expanded and developed and got deeper and wider and more powerful. And it's all been a joy. Like this is, this is all the kind of thread through it is, is my core desire to do what I love. And so everything comes from that. And isn't it interesting that when you're doing something you love, and I'm, I consider myself very blessed that mm -hmm. throughout my different, um, I've had several different lifetimes in my lifetime career-wise, yeah. that I've always loved what I do. Yeah. But the theme that runs through that is around helping people to recognize their own power, their genuine power, yeah. whether that's in their life or, and then as leaders, how they can not only lead well, but how they can then in turn empower others. So yeah. I, I understand the joy that comes from that. And that's such a beautiful, so what I've like really learned along the path is, and we'll probably talk about this, but it's not so much what you're doing as who you're being in the doing right? Like how you're feeling about what you're doing. It doesn't matter if you coach or if you build houses or you manage investments, like the thing doesn't matter so much as it doesn't matter at all, as long as you are feeling, well, what we'll talk about, like in tune with yourself and, and you're in that vibration. You know, I would say that go so far as to say, it doesn't matter whether you're doing the washing up, or you're sweeping the yard or taking the rubbish out yeah if you're doing it with purpose yeah and doing it with a, a, a full heart yeah then oh, there I is huge that. value in that yes. if you do it resentfully thinking it's not my turn to put the, the dustbin bags out and you go out and crashing and bashing yeah you're giving a very very different feel aren't you you're exactly. not feeling good about it and yeah. the resentment's likely to carry on whereas if you do it and think you know uh i'm clearing the clutter I'm really pleased to see that out there it's done it's it just has a different feel to it exactly it? you know just as you were talking at the start of the show like what we're always communicating with the world around us so 
And I think the part that we mostly miss or that we're a lot of people are really waking up to is we can choose what we're communicating to the world around us. So if we're taking out the trash, it's like almost like we've learned, oh, this is a chore and I have to do it. And therefore I'm, I, my, my emotional reaction or my vibrational reaction is automatic and it's more of a low frequency, but we have choice over that, just like you said. And so the more time we spend being deliberate about what vibration we're in, the, I mean, the better our life is going to be, but the more we're getting what we want, when we choose our vibrational place, we're choosing what the law of attraction responds to in us. I'd like to explore that before I do, I just want to pick up on something you said previously. I think that as a race, we are, uh, or species rather, we are misnamed. I think (laughs) we ought to be called human doings. Yeah, I love it. Human beings. I love it. And for me, that's one of the biggest lessons that I've learned and I'm still learning. I think it's Mm -hmm. going to be my lifelong learning um, is that the, often we prioritize the doing Mm -hmm. instead of focusing on how we are being Mm -hmm. because the doing is the easy bit the being in my experience is that the bit that's the challenge Um, i'm so excited we're talking about this (laughs) well you know i am a recovering workaholic okay i love what i do i can do it for 16 17 hours a day no problem at all it's great pain control and because i um i had a lot of physical pain following my accident and failed surgeries i i would lose myself in work yeah um the vibrationally i think it was pretty good in the sense that i loved what i did and there was so there was no resentment around that yeah but i also recognized that the busy being busy meant that i was not actually t- paying attention for yeah. example to my inner wisdom, to my connection with source. And that's something which has come later and is still developing. And I think it will evolve until the day that I leave this world. Um, But I'm really interested in your, you work with mainly with women. Mm -hmm. So can, can you give us some indication of, of people who are listening to this and for them, they're thinking, what, this seems a bit weird. Can you talk people through what you see as the principles um, so that they can understand why this is just such such valuable stuff? Well, I want to bring in and tell me if this fits in. Tell me if this is what you're looking for. But into the conversation of being and doing is where we're getting our sense of value, right? So as humans, like we're here and we want to we're all seeking to feel valued, to belong, yeah. to live fulfilling lives. And we were taught and we've been taught that our value comes from doing because yes. likely at some point it was, <laughs> we had to survive. <laughs> and so we had to do to do that. So, but the way the world is now and where we are as a humanity now, that's not actually the case. And we get our value actually comes from being. So what happens is that we, we've been trained do, 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 because we think it means, okay, now we're good. And so eventually there, there's a misalignment. We can't do forever and stay in alignment because we're not connected to 
our truth. Like we're not connected to the, the source within us, yeah. right? And so as soon as we stop doing, we stop using action to fill the void, to make us feel good. Like in your case, if you have a surgery or you have a, an accident, now you can't do. And so now where do you get your value, right? Life can't be over. You're, you're not a useless human being because you had an accident, right? And for me, that was where the gift came. Yes, that is. I was a bit like the, uh, I don't know if you have it in Canada, but we have a, an advert, which is uh, advertising batteries. And they talk about the energy bunny. Yes. You know, <laughs> so I was a bit like that. And it wasn't until I actually became wheelchair bound yeah. that I actually stopped and started to observe and to go inwards and to look at who was I yeah. and who was I being yeah. and I think many people get a prod from the universe um, and then that doesn't work so they get a, a slap from the universe I had to fall between 150 and 200 feet down a mountain oh my god I took yeah. some notice so <laughs> so I, I would say to you, it was a pretty um, interesting lesson and it is one that continues, it's the, the gift that keeps giving yeah. in the sense that it's very easy to slip into those old habitual ways yeah. unless you're really conscious of them. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that comes up with like, do it's almost like doing, you experience life at a certain level. Like you yeah. can, you're, you're engaging with life at a certain level and then at, for a lot of people that gets to a place where it's not enough. They're like, okay, yeah, but like what else? There must be something more. I don't feel fulfilled. There's like some sort of something that they're, they're realizing they're not feeling in their life. And that's that opening to connect to the being part. So yeah. the being living life when you're connected to that kind of deeper level of being is where you get that feeling of like just connected to life. Yeah. You feel connected to your purpose and you're in alignment with the bigger stuff and the unfolding and all that. And so that's another element of all this. I'd like to, cause I'd like to explore that but before we do, I think, mm -hmm. One of the things that strikes me, and I'm really interested in your view, is that much of the doing stuff that we're conditioned to do is about being externally validated. Mm -hmm. And part of the reason, you know, somebody else telling us that we're all right, that we're yeah. good enough. The value we, thing. The value thing. Yeah. Our society really... Um, has created this sort of machinery, which is, you know, you're not good unless somebody else tells you that you're good. Mm. And if you say you're That's good crazy. yourself, then you are boastful. <laughs> yeah. I had this conversation with a client yesterday, you know, but if I own who I am, I'm being boastful. That's that's ego. And I said, well, it's ego if you're using it to boast and to lord it over somebody else, but owning your gifts. Um, and so what I said to her was, if it was somebody else, what would you say if somebody else had achieved and was um, operating as a human being as you are, yeah. what would the, be the words that you would use to describe them? And they were very fulsome. They were very complimentary. They were very yeah. positive. And I asked her, how is it that if Joe Bloggs does it, it's wonderful. But if you do it, it's, mm, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and where's the fairness in uh -huh. that? Yeah. Um, 
But I also want, so in terms of the things that you're saying, the being, the being mm -hmm. enough, what do you think are the things that help people recognize that they are enough? Because it, it, for me, it's actually, it's bigger than the pandemic. It's, it's, it's worldwide, it's male, female, it's every age group mm -hmm. where there are so many people who have poor self-worth and think that I've got to achieve and my goals have got to be met in order for me to feel anything good about myself. Yeah. Well, that's quite a large question. And I think it's a pro, I think really knowing that this is a journey we take, like that's almost one of the main reasons we're here as human beings is to come back to our connection to being like to be, to learn how to be being again. Um, but I think for me and what I've always had this sense, I guess maybe I was introduced to it when I was very young, but it's something deeper than that, like this knowing that I'm more than my physical body. Yeah. So I think that is really, really important. And, and throughout my path, I've just that knowing has become stronger and stronger and stronger. And so that just having that awareness, it's not an intellectual, it's not like, I know what a rose smells like. It's like, I've smelt the rose. Like I know I'm more than my body. And so I'm there's, it allows me to stay connected with truth. And if we're only measuring our value or our worth in this world based on the physical part, right? Like we give, mm -hmm. we give so much attention to the physical aspect of us when there's this whole other beautiful part of us. And I'm not a believer in you know, meditating 10 hour, 10 million hours a day. Like I believe we're here to balance those two parts. So to like walk and be physical and have all the senses and feel all the things and manifest all the things we want and be grounded in what's true, what's eternal for us. And that allows us to like, let this life be a playground versus like so serious about life this this life experience yeah. i think that's so powerful you know i'm consistently reminded that if you look at young children they yes. live life through awe and wonder and even a leaf on the floor is something magical that yeah. they see and they examine and and they find things to laugh at and you, you they're just laughing mm -hmm. and i think one of the problems for as grown-ups is that we be, many become very childish but we need to be more childlike <laughs> yeah that's a good one and i i think it's all about we get so caught up in what's going on in our minds like we get so caught up in the mental chatter that we lose the feeling of like just the the truth of who we are the love the peace mm -hmm. the joy right that's what babies are purely connected they haven't yes. learned or their mind hasn't been conditioned yet so yeah. that's when when you're in that pure physical state of pure connection well as much as you can be when you're physical um you're you you live mostly in joy mm -hmm. and i think that's available for us adults too it just takes practice moving beyond the the conditioning of our mind you talked very early on about it's all a choice and i think that's part of the challenge is that most people are operating at a habitual yes. level yes. but once you recognize that everything is your choice and your responsibility yes 
then when you take active choices, you can choose which route you take. Yes. But if you're not conscious of the fact that it is your choice, then you're stuck, aren't you? Absolutely. And like you, you hit it nail on the head when you mentioned something about awareness, like it all starts with awareness. You actually can't make a choice until you have an awareness no. of what choice you are making. Yeah. Right. So now, you know, that we've talked about it, people are like, oh, I realize when I take out the trash, I don't feel good. So before they even realized what was happening when they take out the trash, there was no way you can choose something no. different. No, I yeah. think that's true. I, one of the things that in the, the information that you gave me before me really resonated, and I'd like to spend a bit of time exploring that if I may. Yeah. You were talking about uncovering the power of being a leader yeah. versus simply taking the actions of a leader. Totally. Uh, and doing that through authenticity and aligning to your true purpose. And I'd really be grateful if you would actually expand upon that and Absolutely. help our viewers and listeners understand what you mean. Yeah, this is a topic that gets me very excited because I think I this tell. is what it's all about. <laughs> and it, it does come from not only like we, again, we have been conditioned in an action oriented world, yeah. but when you combine your vibrational place or another word to say that is your emotional place with the action it is like a hundred times more powerful mm -hmm. and then you're connected to the journey you're not just trying to skip to the outcome so yeah. let me see if i can give an example when when so business owners you talk about being a leader in a business so i know yes. for a lot a long time in my business and i was navigating and learning what feels right for me you know, there's so many ideas out there. This is how you do business. Okay. Oh, you have to be on this social media thing. You have to send this many emails, blah, blah, blah. All these rules about what it takes to be successful in business. Mm -hmm. So if you simply take the actions without actually noticing, do I want to take this action? Mm -hmm. Am I present with this action? Am I inspired to take this action? you will get different results. And for anyone like, yeah, what this probably doesn't work, try it. Mm -hmm. Like take an action that is, that you're inspired to and you love doing versus mm -hmm. take an action that you're like, this is something I have to do and I dread it and I hate it. And watch the result or the outcome that you get from this, mm -hmm. from each action. Because when you are vibrationally aligned with the action, then you, get more you get better results you get more of what you want and is it good so far i, I have to say it's certainly true in my experience yeah. and particularly around you know things in business where you know you're told you've got to have a niche and you've got to um you've got to send out linkedin and things and you know unless you've got 150 million uh, right. likes it's not going to work and it was killing me um, so I listen, what you're offering, I think is manna from heaven. Thank you very much. Keep yeah. going. <laughs> and so, and that's exactly it is we coming back to this idea that the journey is what we're here for. So it's the beingness that what we're here for. So say we're talking about building a business. If you're not enjoying building the business, you're not doing it right because you're, you're not living, you're not happy. So one of my coaches told me this, and I don't know if it's, she came up with it, but there's never a happy ending to an unhappy journey. Mm 
that's a really interesting sort of sound bite, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like we get happy, 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 and then we get to a happy outcome. But it, we don't get stress, 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 happy outcome. You might get temporary happy, but it will yeah. go away. Yeah. That that aligns really well with, you know, one of the things, again, listeners will be very familiar with me saying this, you know, I the, 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 the happy when syndrome. Oh, yeah. You know, people put so many criteria in the way before they will be happy yeah. rather than I'm going to choose to make it very easy to be happy mm-hmm. and that will generate more happiness. And, you know, it it fits very well that, you know, if I'm enjoying what I do, I will enjoy more success Mm -hmm. rather than I will enjoy the success when I get there. Right. Um, And the other thing about like being a vibrational leader. So when we come back to what you said at the very beginning, the core of who we are is vibration. So we're actually interacting with the universe through our vibration, through our emotion. And so people feel from you, not what you say, not even what you do, but well, they will feel the energy of your action. Yeah, they'll they we feel energy first. That's why within three seconds of meeting someone, you either like them or you don't. <laughs> like, yeah. there's like an automatic something there. And so, let's just say, take parenting for example. If you are, um, your kid does something and you're you're frustrated and you're like ah, and you're upset and and then your kid's like, are you okay? And you're like, mommy's fine you're saying the words mommy's fine but you're communicating that anything but yeah (laughs) this is not fine and so that's what you teach that you know everyone is listening and hearing what you're feeling you cannot fake your vibration no and that is where the authenticity comes in yes but what i've had leveled at me is well that's all very well but you know i'm really cross with somebody and i don't want them to think that i'm you know, unreasonable or difficult. And for some people, the navigating the being authentic and Mm. owning their emotions, because many people have been taught emotions are bad, close them down, haven't they? Yeah, that's a lot of the work we do is just getting you to feel and become aware of your emotions, allow them to be there. And I think we talk about negative emotions and positive Mm -hmm. emotions, which I think that's unhelpful Same. because the lower vibrations, the ones that we recognize perhaps as having a lower vibration, the anger, the hate, all of those have got a lesson to give us. Yeah. It's hard for us to conceptualize that negative emotions are good, but they're good. Feeling anger has as much value for us as feeling happy. It's what you do with it. It's mm-hmm. what you be with it, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are times when we should be angry, when we see um, unfairness or cruelty or you know something that is against our values. Mm. But there's a difference between um, dealing, confronting the issue and being confrontational. Yeah. And I think there's no place for aggression or confrontation, but there's every place for confronting the issue but getting ourselves together emotionally so we can go in and speak in a neutral voice and just not only voice but our vibration yes so this is a big thing that comes up with like wanting to create change in the world is we don't create well i don't want to say we don't but the most powerful way to create change is by putting energy towards more 
towards the change we want, not yeah. pushing against what we don't want. So we cannot I mean, go ahead. Sorry, go on. I'm gonna say Gandhi talked about being the change you want Absolutely. to see in others. Yeah. And that's a perfect example, isn't it? Yeah. It's sometimes really hard to like to to really grasp this. It's take it takes sometimes my students a long time to like really accept it, but they'll see this in their life that when you know they'll be like, Ginny, how can you not be angry at what's going on in the world? And I was like, Because because you're part of the problem when you're angry because you're adding yeah. anger to the world. So until you can find that place in you of forgiveness, that place of vibrational, and we have different conversations around it, but that only then are you truly part of the solution when you are a vibrational part of the solution. Yeah. I think that's, that is so true and such an important thing for people to take on board. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I've done a lot of work with people who are empaths and see themselves as light workers. And many of them have got caught up in the fray and are, mm. you know, on social media. Um, I'm not talking about the ones I work with, but generally that, you know, that, that, that are taking sides and being, uh, you know, shooting bullets right. verbally and vibrationally the other, rather than holding the space and saying, it's not the way. We yeah. don't have to agree with people. What we need to do is to demonstrate how being different can have a vastly different and more productive outcome. Yeah. And love is love is so much more powerful, such a much more powerful energy than fear. It, it will always overcome. Yeah. Isn't it interesting, though, how many people think that love is pink and fluffy? Well, but, they, you know, yeah, and, I, guess, that, I guess it's been painted that way. <laughs> but, but, but I mean, that, that when you talk about leading from love, they say, but, you know, no, that's not strong. And that, mm. but I would maintain, you that know, what you, takes strength, loving someone who hurts someone else. Absolutely. And yeah. even more if they're hurting you. Right. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, when you talk about unconditional love as a parent, for example, or a partner, yeah. or as a boss with your your um, your staff, it doesn't mean that you're a walkover. Yeah. It doesn't mean you accept everything they do. It means you love them enough to have high expectations and hold them to those expectations in a loving way. Yeah. And I think this misnomer that, you know, that we can't be loving because that's not strong that has that myth has to be busted big time let's bust it gina let's be the I examples so. <laughs> absolutely and that's one of the reasons why i was so excited that you were coming on the show and that we were going to be talking about uh, these things because i believe that 2022 is a pivotal year mm. that they that we have the opportunity to make significant changes that, that can actually um, help us as individuals, as groups, as businesses, and the world in general. But mm -hmm. we—it takes courage, and it takes yeah. being. You know, people may poo-poo what we're talking about, mm -hmm. but what they can't poo-poo is the evidence that when you come from that place, that the evidence is that things are so much better. Yeah, um, and there's no. I really feel no pull like there's so much power in just being the example like there's nothing coming back to kind of what you're saying about being authentic and worrying about maybe other people's 
what they might think of you or how they might yeah. view you or how do you still be you? It really, we have to understand that we're only responsible for how we feel. Yeah. Even when we think other people hurt us, it's actually still us allowing that to come in, right? Absolutely. And so yeah. when we fully take responsibility for how we feel, that's the only change that, that if we're wanting to change the world, the only thing you can actually do is change what's happening in you. And that's a I mean, big enough job in itself. It certainly is. But the interesting thing is that the moment you make that change, the universe can't manage a, a vacuum. Yeah. That has an impact on other people. And, and there are some pretty significant changes that if you're consistent in your change, it's not if people want it instantly, don't you? I've changed. Yeah, Why it doesn't it work working? like that. <laughs> Especially <laughs> when you're, yeah. Um, that that, that uh, creates um, a change in the way other people respond. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very conscious of time. Um, we've got... Um, we've got no time left actually okay um, so where can people can find you and you know are there other things that we've not spoken about so you've got a couple of minutes um if there's anything i've not asked you and i apologize that you want to to bring up then please do and let people know where they can find you um well i just feel like we could talk about a million different things gina and go we on could, could we? you'll have to come uh, you'll have to come back on the show yeah um, and, but it's really easy. You can find me at my website, ginnygain.com, G-I-N-N-Y-G-A-N-E. And same, I, I hang out on Instagram a little bit. I share some tips and lifestyle stuff about living authentically. And so it's the same Ginny Gain and find me there. Say hello. Say you listened to Gina's show and you came and say hi, come and say hi to me. Sounds brilliant. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Now, every um, guest that comes on the show, we ask them to choose one of the projects. Yeah. And you chose what? Education. So the project that we're going to donate to on Ginny's behalf is quality education is one of the most powerful and proven vehicles to achieve sustainable development. It improves health and livelihoods as well as contributes to social stability. That's why quality education is on the global goals. And we are going to um, donate to um, a global project to provide education for children who otherwise would not have received that. So thank you very much. And we're really happy to be able to donate that uh, to that project on your behalf. Thank you. Um, I'd like to say a huge thank you for coming. Um, I'm actually going, we're going to see the show out. I'm not going to a break or anything because we haven't got time. We've got a minute and a half left. <laughs> um, but the conversation has been wonderful. What's what are you hoping for in 2022? Hmm. So I picked a word actually, and this feels relevant, is relevant to share, and it's light. So it's like being being the light, allowing the light to come through, like also being light with the world, being light with the people around you, with yourself. Just embrace let's just like lighten life. I, it's interesting because I've, I've got a very similar word for the year mm -hmm. and I think we need to be the light, to be yeah. the person who when everybody's gloom and doom, that we need to be able to provide a bit of hope um, and to be able to, to acknowledge that even though the things are challenging, 
nature is still beautiful. The sun will still come up. You can still la laugh at my cat when I'm not telling him off. You know, whatever it is that we can lighten the way yeah. and be an example for others. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to say a huge thank you to you. It's been a brilliant way to start the year and I'm sure you're going to be back. We've got so much to talk about. <laughs> thank you um, so much. And to say, if you've been watching or listening, please share. I hope you've enjoyed it. Do um, send email to uh, Gina, G-I-N-A, at genuinely-you. Tell us what you think and if there are topics that you'd like covered or what you think about um, vibration and the capacity of vibration to change the world and to help you manifest the life that you would like. Whatever, remember that you are the leader of your own life if you choose to be. Um, and I look forward to seeing you on the next show. So take care and I'll see you next week. Ginny, thank you very much indeed. Bye-bye now. You have been listening to The Leadership for Life with your host, Gina Gardner. Make sure you tune in to W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV next Thursday and every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for more Leadership for Life. If you missed any part of this episode or just want to hear or see it again, you can find the archive of the TV show on Talk 4 TV's YouTube channel and the podcast of The Leadership for Life on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever you listen to your podcasts.